I might just hit it draw, hold on, that's not my element. I like dark skins, love a melanin, huh, question who the talk when I'm stepping in. 30 bottles up soon, tell them send them in. I had the Lambo, switch to the brawry. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Akeem. Thank you guys so you much cannot, for joining You us. cannot say Akeem and not say Jacob. That didn't really work. You cannot say Akeem and not say Jake. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Tune in next week. R.I.P. to Pop Smoke. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We're actually, all the whole episode, the middle the middle track and the end are going to be Pop Smoke yeah. today. Whole whole episode today is dedicated to Pop Smoke. Rest in peace. Shocked but not shocked. I think we touched on that subject yeah. on the Juice episode. Yeah, I mean, Juice. We've already lost two young two young artists. And for those of you who are like, he said he wasn't shocked. We're not not to say we're not upset. And if you listen to the Juice World episode we did, we kind of talked about how this stuff isn't shocking anymore. Like, didn't make it any less sad, but so desensitized to it. it has a numbing point. effect at this point. Yeah. And and everybody who's our age. With the internet, I think the internet played a big part in this. It just makes you susceptible to nihilism, maybe even just a little bit of numbness in general. Yeah, to compare it, like when Michael Jackson died, like social media oh, yeah. wasn't as accessible. Like we all didn't have smartphones. Like at that point, I think I had a T-Mobile sidekick, if that tells you like the era of social media and technology yeah. we were in. And when Michael Jackson died, we didn't see like pictures of him or like... It just wasn't like that, but with X, like you saw X in the car. Like now, there's all this footage. Like everybody can show this is this is the last moment we saw Juice World alive, and you saw all those clickbait articles like on Snapchat, Twitter. They're all like the last moments of of Juice World's life. Like it's just so invasive, and we see it so much now. It's like nothing to us. Yeah, yeah. When um, I remember going on, I won't say the website. I don't want people looking it up, but um, there's a website where you could find the video of X. And I watched it, and yeah. it was like, and same thing with Lil Peep. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Lil Peep had the, like, the same close problem. The CCTV footage, like the security footage of outside X. Well, I mean, I saw the video. No, no, of him no. Dead there was the a car. dude straight up, like right next to the car. Oh, like yeah, I saw. I didn't see the one where that. Where I saw happened. that one. I, saw I just that saw it one. after the fact. No, no, I saw the one where it literally was his lifeless body. Just yeah, there. I saw that. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, but same thing with Peep. His friend thought he was yeah, asleep. That one was and worse. made a joke. Yeah, that one was worse. Yeah. Because um, he like he looked dead. Like if somebody showed me that picture of X and I didn't know who X was, I'd be like, Oh, what's what movie is this for? Like you would have thought like it was a movie scene. Like it were, and that's just how desensitized we are to that. Right. But like when you saw Peep do it, his he mouth looked, was like a gape. Yeah. A gape. Like it was it was insane. Um and with Pop Smunk, unfortunately, he, he apparently was a victim of a people are saying it was a robbery. Yeah, they're calling it a botched robbery, an armed robbery. We'll get into the specifics of it in the in the news. Um yeah. But what are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, today we're going to be talking about uh, Suicide Boys, and we're going to be talking about Denzel Curry. And Kenny Beats. And Kenny Beats, yeah. yeah. You can't don't, just say Denzel Curry Don't forget Curry Kenny Beats, yeah. Uh, Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats um, unlocked, and Suicide Boys stop staring at the shadows. Which, honestly, the cover and the uh, name remind me of a uh, movie that I really like about vampires in New Zealand. Okay. Um, I forgot the name of it. It's a movie you really like, but you forgot the name. Yeah, I really did forget. The, I'm blanking. Damn. I'm just having a moment. Yeah. I, let me recommend this movie while I can't recommend. Yeah, it. I know. I can't recommend it. I feel. I'll. I'll get it. <laughs> what we a, do in the shadows. Okay. What we do in the shadows. You got a fact for us this week for what you know before we jump into this <laughs> you, news. You hit them with your fact first. Did you know that apple seeds have cyanide? 
Mm-hmm. You should know that. Yeah, because people people said that oh, if you eat the seeds, like you're you're gonna die. No, which like, it's trace you know, amounts. You have to eat an insane yeah. amount of them. But yeah, um, this man would know because he eats the whole apple. The whole apple, core yeah. and all. This outed him. That, no, no, no. I'm proud of it. And also, if you ever see me on the street and you want to see me do it. Just hand me an apple and I'll do it for you. He used to do it in high school, like yeah. fucking tricks. It was hilarious. People would people. First of all, I got a free apple out of it, and then people would just be like, "Hey, keep eat the whole apple, eat the whole apple." I would eat like four apples by the end of lunch. It was great. Uh, <laughs> fun fact: <laughs> some fungi create zombies um, that control their mind. Okay, that's pretty dope. Not a big <clears throat> mushroom fan, so I love mushroom. You don't like mushrooms. I like them cooked. I don't like them raw. I was going to say, would I you... really don't like Have them. you ever had like I, a portobello sandwich? Yes. Amazing. Yeah, but it's got to be cooked. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too big on raw mushrooms myself. So, for news, we'll finish up with kind of the specifics of the pop smoke thing. So, it was, yeah. was a botched robbery. Um, there's some other kind of dark evidence that comes out that we everybody can learn from, whether you like hip-hop or not. He supposedly on his Instagram yeah. story was flexing a um, Amiri bag, which if you've listened to him, Amiri, Amiri, you've heard right. him say it. He was flexing this bag that coincidentally had the address that he was staying at written on it. Uh, an affiliate of his posted a picture of him in Pop Smoke, in, like kind of posing in front of this Range Rover in that same, you can see like the address plaque, like on the back. Yeah. So... That's so wild to me. Yeah, I mean, we hear about this on the news locally, like Craigslist, or I mean, like like social media robberies. Like yeah. people, okay, I see this person's out of town, and they get robbed while they're out of town. And people think it's because, oh, I'm going on vacation these dates. And yeah. then people are going to see that, come rob you. Yeah, yeah. That's why they tell you, like, don't post anything till you come back. And, yeah. You know, you got to be careful in a digital age. I mean... Dude, it, it's going to get worse because this is just yeah. obvious stuff. Like, this guy saw this on his Facebook, have you on, seen, on his have social you seen media. People, dude, shout out to Shane Dawson. Um, he put out a video um, exposing, like, hidden cameras that people are hiding in, like, hotels. You know, peeping on people, like, small gets, little cameras. It goes worse than that. Your phones are collecting, like, your, your data and where you are. Right. Yes, Apple and everybody says they don't do anything with it, but hackers getting that information could do something with it. Right. So it, it's even darker than just, oh, you, I mean, obviously you should be smart enough to not post when you're out of town or put your address up on stuff, especially when you're in a position Don't like make it that. easy for people. But eventually the technology is going to catch up with <clears throat> with scammers and crooks, and they're just going to be able to do it anyway because they're going to know where you are. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very uh, unsettling. Just be aware of what you're doing with your your digital data definitely definitely and also check out that shane dawson video that shit is kind of wild check that out check out the great hack too yeah oh my god check that out it's also very very good so very good what else we have for news this week this was your week for news let's get your reaction on that james harden and um i thought it was interesting james harden russell westbrook it was an outcast it was stank on you i think was the was the uh album cover that they were doing which First of all, I mean, it's kind of the normie choice for an uh, Outkast fan, but, you know, a, an iconic cover nonetheless. I mean, Big Boy co-signed it, said that he really liked it, so. All I'm going to say about it, it's, he was a little more friendly with a dude than I would be with a dude, and that's, I'm not, there's no disrespect. You know what I will say? He captivated the energy of Andre, who also sometimes appeared to have a little too much yes. sauce. Yeah. And what I'm, I'm going to call it sauce, because... You know, I would say some other artists that may present a lot of sauce would be like Lil Uzi. 
Yeah. You know, there are young just... Thug. There, it, oh, young Thug and used Young Thug to, knew it and played it up. You, young Thug used to. Young yeah. Thug really toned down the sauce nowadays. Yeah, we don't need to get into that because... Oh, man. Did you, Did you what see what he said? Said? Kid, yeah. That was really bad. That one young wasn't thug. as bad. Boosie's no, no, was horrible. No, no, let's talk about Boosie's that. Boosie's was horrible. Well, Boosie is an idiot. No offense. <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's an old head. I don't need... I don't... It's the same way, like, our dads... Like, you know what we're talking yeah. about. Our dads have some opinions that we don't agree with. I kind of look at Boosie as, like, a, a hip-hop <clears throat> dad because he's that age where he's that kind of mindset. Also, hip-hop, let's say, historically was homophobic. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, we've talked heavily, about this heavily. a couple of times on the podcast. Um, Young Thug is definitely entitled to his opinion. The issue is <clears throat> you when you put on it. a dress... yeah. And you then have been. the audacity. And then he was the one who was... By the way, he was the one who first started calling guns dicks. And yeah. now everybody does it. And I'm not really cool with that because it's still kind of sus. Um, and Not that I'm not cool with it. But it's just it's just a weird phrase. Like, to just hear somebody say we're pulling out them dicks. Like, it was funny the first time. But you can't think of something better to say at this yeah. point. I mean, it's kind of just a cheesy line. I I get I get his stance behind it because I know people that are that are Christians that don't agree with that and have kind of that same thing like God doesn't make mistakes but keep living what do he say keep being your true self right. is what he keep said keep living your truth yeah so it's it, very passive aggressive it just it didn't have to be said it was like, it's very it passive aggressive yeah it was it, unnecessary it is unnecessary because again you should know the climate that we're living in yeah like do were, you think were you it's really smart were to, you provoked to say that right yeah. I don't get it. Also, Young Thug really never does interviews. Never really. He just puts out music. So, yeah. his opinion out in the ether, I don't think we really need and it. Mug shots. <laughs> Old Thug. Sorry. Old that dude's thug, got yeah. as many mug shots as he's got kids. That- <laughs> let's move on. Okay, let's do it. Um, um, so, I see Hobson's back. Yeah, Tell me yeah. about this. Okay, so... I kind of wanted you to pull this up, too. We can watch little clips of it. I wanted to get your genuine reaction because I think you and I both kind of got into Hobson, Ill Mind of Hobson. Can I find this on YouTube? Yeah. Just go to his, I said five. Five. Ill Mind of Hobson five. Ill Mind of Hobson four four is where I I got on to him. He dissed Tyler, the creator, which was a big, big deal. Uh, Tyler never responded. Um, But he was just going after mainstream rappers. His, his, uh, the, pause this for a second before we start. The reason why I want to find this funny is, do you remember the last song that Hobson put out? Yeah, the Ill Mind of Hobson 7 was the one where he was, like, questioning religion. Because, you know, at one point in his career, like, he said, like, I'm a Christian, and he, that's the last I, one I remember. Not that one. Oh, the, um, the massage. Yeah. I Guess where, guess where Hobson is right now? Where? Thailand. No. <laughs> wow. I was. I wanted to just get that joke out there, but yeah. honestly, it looks like he's doing a lot better. He sounds very clear-headed. His last album, he was Didn't very the manic. Didn't that song go? Give me sucky, sucky. I can. You, I can give you. We don't massage. need to talk about that. That song. We don't need to talk. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if you one. if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And unfortunately, I know. Yeah, I um, think he was going through a lot, and I don't think he really knew who he was as a person. No, because, dude, he, I mean, he got my attention with Ill Mind of Hobson 7. Like, if you have not listened to that song, go listen to Ill Mind of Hobson 7. It's in, Hobson is incre- he's incredibly talented. It, you can tell he really believes what he's saying, which sometimes 
in a in an industry that kind of praises fakeness, yeah, it's hard to be genuine. Well, when he we'll have to do a Hobson episode because he's big in hip hop, but he is so talented, and him being mismanaged and making some bad decisions about how he was going to go about executing his career really kind of held him back. But and he's incredibly talented, and when Ilmanda Hobson Seven came out, he really got my attention, and then that album that he put out with the sucky sucky massage song, <laughs> yeah. I was, it kind of, it was like, nah, I'm really, Hobson's kind of stale. Like, you were like one step forward, like three steps back now. But what I will say is impressive is, how many views does this video have right now? 360,000. It's five days old. Which, oh. uh, Yeah. That's sad. Well. Uh, But not bad, because for somebody who's been so inactive pretty much for two years. When he he went away from hip hop, like, he was very, he he was very open and saying, like, I have some issues that I need to deal with. And he didn't tell, like, the fans what it was. He just said, like, I'm done, and I may not be coming back. So, I mean, it's cool to hear it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to click on yeah, this. Yeah, I want to see. Like. I want to get you. I'm just going to play this a little bit. Okay, so we kind of doing a Mike Posner thing. Yeah, the difference is he, he got a bed and breakfast, and yeah, Mike Posner, Mike really Posner got bit by a rattlesnake. Yeah. yeah, and he really walked coast to coast. Yeah. These are the questions I get all the fucking time every single fucking day. But I'm happy for him. Obviously, has done enough in his career to make it to this point. I think this is just a rental place. I don't think he bought. Oh, I mean, this I get it, but um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 kind of went away. You can skip through a little bit. He like goes through. No, I'm definitely gonna go listen. Go watch this. This is kind of cool. Dream that isn't really my dream or my fantasy at all. Yeah, so so you can pause it for a second. So what he was talking about there, which I think was a big, uh, what we can say was going on with Hobson was an identity crisis. Um, he was saying that he was sort of clinging to ideas and dreams that uh, really weren't his own and were fucking up his perception. Yeah, of his own success. As as a one time, I mean, I'm still a Hobson fan. Like I feel like. It's kind of like if you if you ever told somebody you loved them, like if you've loved somebody, I don't think that ever really goes away completely. So I'm still right. a fan of Hops, and I'm obviously going to be tuned in. I'm going to go watch this. Yeah. Um, but when he came out, he was like very like dominant and pushing hard on the yeah. I'm independent. I don't want to sign to a label. And I think he, he had really the strange had the, music yeah. co-sign. He had like he had that he had the strange music co-sign, but never really did anything with him. He started his own label. Dizzy Rascal kind of yeah, Dizzy Wright. Dizzy Wright came Wright, off of him. Um, and he was just like so anti-signing with the label when I think he had the potential to do so, and he just kind of burnt those bridges, and then I think he kind of wanted it. Well, what you're forgetting is he was at first signed to um, to um, Easy E's label mm-hmm. in the very beginning. This was in the infancy of his career, but then he got he was finally able to get out of that, and then I think that's why he was singing that chant of independence. Then he gets fucked over by his manager. Turns out he's not getting paid. You know, they he uh, basically gets kicked out of something he created. So then I think he was left just frantic. And now he's trying to salvage whatever's left. Uh, he has he has real raw talent. He does. And also he does announce at the end of this that he's going to be getting having an album. Um, I do want to point this out because it's something that I'm actually anticipating. Because it looks like he's in a good headspace. Yeah. And hopefully we won't get any more songs about massage polyps. 
parlors. Yeah, I I truly hope so. <laughs> but, I mean, he, he is a true artist. He's got a song called... A positive note that he's coming back. But he has, Just to speak to his artistic ability, he has a song about a friend of his that, I mean, lost his life through crystal meth. Like, just blew his whole life. And the song is called Chris Dolmeth, like D-O-L-M-E-T-H. Because I guess the label wouldn't put out an album that had the song or Crystal Meth in it. Right. And the whole time he's telling this story, and it's all about his friend. He's he's just he's super talented, but the shtick and the the humor kind of held him back. He also did get labeled as cringy at one point yeah. and kind of preachy, which I do see that. But again, like I said, he does seem very genuine. It's just sometimes you can be almost too passionate. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I'm excited to see what comes. Me too, me too. What else we got? Uh, let's see here. <laughs> uh, oh, there's a new Weekend song. Um, I th- I forgot the name. I didn't write the name of it's it. It's the title track, right, for the album? I think that was... What was it? I'm pretty sure it's... The, I, I didn't re- remember seeing the title, but I'm pretty sure that it look, is the title track. Just look up The Weekend. Speaking of The Weekend, I saw on the list here, you, you got... It says Snoop Dogg, says Drake, and... Pusha yeah. T beef was a draw? Yeah, yeah. Apparently he's... I think this is, uh, you know... I mean, Snoop Dogg is a prominent member of hip-hop. But also, I I think that's just his way of being kind to both sides. But it did. I did want to spark that conversation up again. Who do you think won that beef? Do you think it's very clearly Pusha T, like, by a mile? I mean, if we're looking at, like, stats... Yeah, See, I think, Snoop I think Dogg he said won. the reason why Drake didn't lose is because he immediately came out with that Kiki song. Yeah, no, right after. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a buck. Drake didn't lose by <laughs> yeah. having any beef. Drake gained by having beef. We saw that with Meek Mill. Whoever <laughs> won, like Meek Mill, gained from the. He's almost like a Conor McGregor, where it's like you don't. You're at this point. You're just waiting for Drake to fail. So, as, so you're gonna just stand and watch. If you're looking at like rap, like as a rapper, as an MC, did he beat you? Yes, he pushed yeah. a T, demolished Drake. But we're not in a time of, of lyrics anymore. But did Drake take an L? Like, no. Yeah. no. Look, he did he take money. an L even when he... The thing about oh. it was the blackface. Yeah. That was that was kind of telling, but also it was for a clothing line. Um, After Hours. Yes. And it is the title track. Let me tell you, it reminds me of old Trilogy Weekend. Well, see, I said I'm that so about parts of... About I said that about, about the beginning part of Blinding Lights. Dude. That I, it really sounded like that OG. This is weekend. the most OG. I'm telling you, it's it's very much a back... Bro, that's what... Is that what your dealer tells you? He says, this, this is, is the, the most, most OG, OG, bro. The most OG ever. The most OG ever, bro. It doesn't get he any sounded more like, danker than this. You sound like the guy that rips off <laughs> white kids with daddy it's money. 20. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, so... Uh, yeah, I don't think you can really say who took an L, but if you want to look at it, like, statistically from a hip-hop standpoint, mm-hmm. yeah, push a T1. Yeah. I mean, he, he won, but again, he... Pusha T, unfortunately, wasn't... I guess he was able to capitalize. He did come out with Daytona. So, yeah, he capitalized. Yeah. And Never mind. They both from, won. From a casual... Hey, Snoop Dogg, I agree with you. It's a draw. Yeah, from the people that know as much about hip-hop as they know about Lil Nas X, like, just yeah. people that know about hip-hop, if you said who won, like, people are going to say Drake because they've heard of Drake. Right. Obviously, if you polled people, Drake won, just because Drake has more fans than Pusha T. Right. But I think from, like, if, if you ask... A hip hop fan, nine out of ten of them. Push a T one. Yeah, the story of Adidon is kind of a uh, neck break. 
Yeah. It is. It is a bit like, harsh. Yeah, when, when I heard it, I was like, you may have went too far. <laughs> Drake is somewhere in a wheelchair crying. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to Degrassi. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Denzel Curry. Yeah, okay, good. All right, you want to start with Denzel? Unlocked. I was so, so excited when I saw... So there was a con- a video that came out. Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats were in the studio together. Kenny Beats tells Denzel Curry... Uh, or Denzel Curry comes to confront Kenny Beats in the studio that the album got leaked. Right. Kenny Beats is like, it couldn't have been me. It's got to be one of your friends. They get into an argument, then they have to jump inside their compu- inside Kenny Beats' computer using these weird-ass head, head hats, helmets. They get inside the computer, they find the file where the album's supposed to be, it's just like a black hole. Then they have to go through the black hole and fight through different levels and get back the files for each individual track. And it was just such a cool concept. It's really it's it's a great video. You got to check it out. It's the same uh, name as yeah. the album. But I haven't watched it yet. Out. When you told me about it, it sounded interesting. I just haven't had. Tw- I think it's like twenty six minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's longer like a short album. movie. It yeah, is it's longer like a than short the album. Um, no, I, Kenny Beats has been putting in work. Like he just did that uh, tape with uh, 03 Greedo, Netflix and Deal, la- end of last year. So Kenny Beats has been active. Um, he really reminds me of Alchemist, like that just kind of like wonky production, right? It, it's it's nice to see somebody with like an identity right right now like with in regards to production because uh, I mean like Pierre Bourne all re, all respect to him he has a great he has a great presence on beats but it is more traditional their, trap they all everybody has their like thing like mm-hmm. obviously pro- professional producers don't really do like beat tags anymore like you right. still kind of have like yo Pierre you want to come yeah, like here? that like those That's are, are still one. catchy but you have like the Pharrell, like the the four, the doom, doom, doom. Right. Like it, when you hear that, you know it's Pharrell. There's stuff Metro booming, like you know when you heard it. Mike Will made it in the past, like you always knew, like he had his beat tag, like right. you knew. But right now, everything Zay is so it. saturated, like just there's no differentiation. But what I like so much about Kenny Beats is that he can switch it up for each artist. Like mm-hmm. if you go listen to Netflix and Deal and yeah. Unlocked. I mean, it's still raw hip hop, but it's very different sound. Yeah, it 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 is very nice to see. I mean, the last time I was this excited about a a duo between rapper and producer was probably, I mean, obviously Freddie Gibbs and Madlib Bandana. Yeah, like that was the last time, which that was last year. But also, I mean, they just have a lot of chemistry. Some people were calling this the new MF Doom and and um, Madlib. I can see that. I, I just don't think it's as wild as that one. Like, it's not as crazy. It reminds me more of, like, a Wu-Tang album, believe it or not. Yeah. Like, Liquid Swords, if you've listened to that one. Um, it reminds me of that just with the sampling, you know, kind of the, the fighting yeah. references. It has a lot of Wu-Tang inspiration. And also, Denzel Curry does, uh, who was it, DMX's flow on here yeah. at some point, which... That's one of the best best moments on this album is Denzel Curry's a chameleon. Yeah, he is. He is truly. I was gonna say, think about the role Denzel Curry's on right now. He had Taboo, he had Zoo, and then now he has Unlocked. Yeah, I mean those are three very very Solid. strong projects. Yeah, like it, nobody will argue that. 
I'm I'm almost to the point where it's kind of like with Tyler. Like, okay, Tyler. Tyler proved he can rap. Oh my god! And now he's proving like he can do these other things. Like, I kind of want to hear Denzel Curry like out of some of these bags. Like, I feel like he could embrace like. I feel like Taboo was conceptual though. It kind of was, and this is very conceptual, especially to be to be done in the three day time that they did it in. Um, But I don't know. I'm, I'm I think he could do anything and do it this well. Yeah. I mean, he, we saw what he did with the um, Rage Against the Machines. Oh my God! The, that that cover Bulls on Parade. That yeah. cover of Bulls on Parade. I think we've played that in an episode before. We did. It's we incredible. Did. Like yeah, he, yeah, the man can literally do anything. Yeah, he's uh, and also the fact that he's from Florida. He really, I mean, Zoo is definitely an homage to Florida, yeah. and I think that that will eventually be talked about as a classic Florida album because it is very. He makes a lot of references yeah. to like Dade County, so that's a very like Florida project. And he even got Rick Ross on there, so yeah. that that and should Rick Ross solidify it. Feature too. He did. That was a hell of a feature. I mean, Rick Ross too. That was Birds. Big respect to Rick Ross, yeah. also. But uh, yeah, Denzel Curry is definitely definitely. I think just been a standout. Another reason I think that this album is as good as it is is when when Zoo came out a couple days after like the press release and it was out he kind of said like i freestyled that album and everybody's like what he freestyled <laughs> and he didn't really freestyle what he means the same way that like juice world had freestyled songs he said most most of my best songs were written when i just went in the studio and freestyled stuff and started piecing it together right. and i think that's why you can have an album so focused as this and on point as this as far as the way that you, the tracks are titled the way they're put in order right. the, the visuals that they did with it is because he can write that quickly and do it that quick in the studio. Yeah. Like obviously, if they'd have sat down and had to flesh all this out, it'd have taken more three days than just planning. Right, right. And also, I mean, he could say three days, but the fact that the pyro, I mean, pyro leak. Yeah. So that was already a song they were working on. So maybe these, some of these were already kind of half baked ideas. Yeah. And maybe they were just polished in these in these three days. But when you can write off top like that, yeah. makes the job way. It's easier. it's it's crazy. I mean. He, him, he reminds me of, like, Lil Wayne back in 2004. Okay. If you listen to the first two tracks of the Carter Two, he's, like, just spitting off the top of his head, and there's no hook. Like, yeah. it's for four minutes, and it's all good. And it's just, it's incredibly impressive. And Denzel Curry has that sort of effect. Uh, like you said, Juice World definitely has that effect. It's it's very mesmerizing as somebody who really loves hip hop. Um, the thing about this that also elevates it is the chemistry between Kenny Beats and Denzel Curry. Yeah. It reminds me of like a prime, like MF Doom and Mad Villainy. Um, there's just a lot of chemistry, which that's why this this project works as well as it does. Yeah, and I I think it's be, like there's the it's just a perfect fit. It really is. Denzel Curry can can. He's proven he can do multiple sounds and do them well. Kenny Beats has proven that with production that he can do different sounds and do them well. I hope they. I would love for to see them become like a E Forty and Drake yeah. duo, where it's just like they work together, or even like a Run the Jewels. You know. Yeah, I mean, look at like Alchemist. Alchemist really just does oh, stuff for, for Bronson, for Bronson, and yeah. that's it. And and Alchemist production. And he was doing. I mean, he was doing it for a little bit of Odd Future. He still he still does it for other. Alchemist people. is my number one favorite producer, by the way. Especially after Lambs Over. Rice. He's done. Um, go look at the stuff that he's done for Raekwon. Oh yeah. Yeah, like okay. some of Quan's new music. Yeah. He's done a lot for him, but he's just exclusive. Like, and they just 
to them he's together is incredible. New York. Yeah. He's just, I mean, there's what I like. I mean, the internet has broken barriers, but like even Kenny Beats, like you can't really say his music is from North, South, East, or West. No. You know what I mean? But but Alchemist is very much just New York. It's, New it's York all, stuff. yeah, it's New York and, and the internet, like you said, helps too. I mean, we, we've already kind of credited Billie Eilish. Like, her, her and her brother made that album in a bedroom. Yeah, it's incredible. With, like, amateur equipment. Technology is so advanced, and you can do so much. Smoke Perp talked about recording music on a, um, I yeah, Apple, Apple headset. Apple headset. You know, the old school, like, just the wired ones. Yeah. I mean, it's it's great. That's And that's what this album, it gives off a vibe of lo-fi and... Um, not low budget, but uh, you know, just it was done quick. But there's so much technical precision. It's kind of like how um, Madlib did the, right. uh, the last album on the iPad. Yeah, Bandana. Yeah, yeah, it was all done on 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 an iPad in GarageBand. Yeah, you're right. So it's kind of working with limited tools, but in the hands of some somebody as talented as a Kenny Beats or yeah. as a Madlib. Not putting them at that the same level. Obviously, Madlib is. Is you know he's with Jay Dilla, um, you can't really touch those guys. But you know Kenny Beats is well on his way. He's he's oh, yeah. definitely got a lot of talent, and uh, I I can't say enough about this project. I think it's it's definitely I would give it like a nine honestly. Yeah, it's a nine. It I it's it's been playing in my car nonstop at the gym nonstop. The, the only reason it doesn't get a ten is because it does sound a lot like Zoo. Like I feel like it's a little some rushed. These, yeah, like I wouldn't say rushed. Like it, it's good for what it is. It's not. I wouldn't know. I don't but really but say you this can definitely. You could see like if Denzel Curry gave it like two or three more tr- takes, he maybe could have oh, tightened yeah, up a line. That, exactly. Album. That's yeah. what I mean. And I think, like you said, some of these may have been half baked ideas. Like these could have been things that were in the mix while he was maybe Recording thinking about Zoo. doing Zoo and just didn't do it. Right. Right. That was. But yeah, it's a nine, which yeah. is still very high. It's still a great. It's still a great project, and it will make the mid year for me. Almost yeah. definitely. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, you can't really count them. No. So. No. Who knows what'll drop? Yeah. Probably not Kanye. <laughs> Forever. J Electronica. Yeah, J Electronica. Maybe in supposed, March. Yes. God. God. <laughs> I'm glad that you're real with yourself. God. This is an Uzi fan over here. He said maybe in March. And and dude, you want to talk about? I am I am the most loyal of fan. Playboy Cardi. Lil Uzi, Jay Electronica. Yeah. And and we were born on like the letdown of Wayne projects <laughs> never dropping on time. Like I I think that's why our generation Yeah. Like, we just don't give a shit about deadlines. Yeah, like, we do. like when we get told no, like when you're like you're trying to like trying to get some and you kinda get shut down. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I like I waited years for the Carter yeah. Four. I like do you remember Carter Three? So many disappointments. Guys, yeah. I called I called Walmart around Greenville, South Carolina, and Spartanburg, I called and hassled these Walmart employees because on Google Images, there was a Carter Three album cover attached to a news site that yeah. turned out to be totally fake. Um, but I called and I was like, is the Carter Three out on the shelves yet? And I called about seven or eight Walmarts. Like 2008 triggered. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. I called like eight Walmarts trying to get, trying to get this out. Man. It's just like you roll over and try to grab on that thing and you're told, no, <laughs> no like, get away that's okay. Me. I waited two more months for the Carter 4. I can wait one more night. Persistence is key, guys. Yeah. But I really do hope J Electronica drops. Um, apparently, 
Somebody was saying it might even be, uh, this was on Joe Budden's podcast. It might be a collab album with Jay-Z. Okay. Would you like that? Like a Watch the Throne 2 kind of vibe? No. You wouldn't want to hear that? You're not a big Jay Electronica fan. No, I like Jay Electronica a lot, and I like Jay-Z a lot. Yeah. I want to. I, I want to hear Jay Electronica. Yeah, I hear I a Jay Electronica right. album. I do too. I do too. I think he like. Is he capable of working with Jay Z? Absolutely. But yeah. I want to hear him on his own. I hope this is a sixty song. And project. if it's with Jay Z, I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. And don't say that, little B fan. Motherfucker put out a <laughs> seven hour album last year. Hundred and one. And for those of you who think I'm joking, <laughs> it was a seven hour album. <laughs> I said. Jake, I still think we should review it. No. <laughs> the only way that will happen is if it's just the ones that have stars on iTunes. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna get some like. <laughs> you need to just be on like acid or something and try and listen. <laughs> Little B. Dude, we tried listening to it that night. It was. It was terrible. It was we'll terrible. It now it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. It's a zero. It's a joke. It's, it's a, a joke. zero out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> it's a zero out of one hundred and however many drags. Like <laughs> but shout out to Lil B. I respect the bass god one hundred percent. Yes. Go listen to Unlocked. Denzel Curry, Kenny Beats. Yes. When we get back, we got some sneaker news. And we're gonna talk a little bit about Suicide Boys. Stay yes. Tuned. Yes, sir. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying the episode so far. If you are, please consider giving us a subscribe. Also, if you're listening on Apple, give us a rate and review. Lastly, if you want to stay up to date on what we'll be discussing on the next episodes, make sure you follow us on Instagram at HLHBO. Thank you all so much. Let's get back into the episode. Mm. I drop a clip or two and get it right back. Ooh. Okay. Thank you, Pop Rest in peace. Bro, what did I tell you when we when I queued this up for you before we started? He looks if, like if, a if he grown do- man. He, well, yeah, yes, that he does look <laughs> like a grown man. If he put out an album like that, he'd yeah. have like forty year old dads back out on like yeah. the block cooking. Be like, you, you heard of this popcorn smoke guy? <laughs> you ever heard of popcorn? <laughs> That's something yeah. completely different. <laughs> for those of you who don't oh, know. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? My bad. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like that would like wake the old heads up to be like, Holy shit, been, this twenty year old. Like would have been on Jay Electronica's album. Yeah. Rapping like that. Again, rest in peace. But it it's it's a proof that Talent. artists Exactly. It's proof of talent. It's also proof that just because somebody makes a style of music that appears simple doesn't mean they can't make music that's more lyrical. Yeah, Lil Yachty's freestyle will piss you off. We played a couple episodes ago, <laughs> yeah. we played the Iggy Azalea song. Yeah. Trippy Red, when he raps like the Grinch and raps like, oh my you can't goodness. rap like me. Oh my goodness. It kind of pisses you off, but at the end, like the music that they make con- but, but consistently then- is still... Genuinely, Gen- or not genuinely, generally good. Not what about like good, Topanga? Like Topanga, yeah. for example. Still, it's it's a lot simpler than like Can You Rap Like Me, but still, but it's still a great, great. song. Yeah. It's all about versatility. Trippy says this. I'll give him the credit. Versatility is key, and you know, um, I think Pop Smoke definitely an example of a versatile artist. Yeah, no, and, and you got to remember, it's all about and age too. Exactly. Right now, I'm twenty. Yeah, eight, and I'm talking about the, like the way you like how like old heads like don't like the sound and they kind of say like oh you're making simple music and and, like you said it's not simple i'm re-watching that 70s show right now right and 
like the way they interacted with each other back then, like they're kind of making jokes about like the music they're listening to back then, like Pink Floyd, Metallica. And like, I think of like my parents, like making fun of me listening to rap music. Like, yeah. Oh, that's... So it's all just perspective and, and age. It just goes to show you, I mean, nothing really changes. It's just, it just evolves into something new. Yeah, I think this is root. This is hip hop roots. Like those aren't yeah. going anywhere. My goal is is really to never do that though. Like if my kids are into something, if I ever have kids, um, I would like to think that I don't want to judge them for being into it. You know, because I was into some stupid shit growing up. Like some of the like old trends that were like really popular, like jean shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I wore jeans. I shorts. thought you were gonna go like the silly bands no, no, route, no, 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 or like no, no, no. Jean what shorts. was it? Webkins? Do you remember those? Yeah, my my sister had a, had yeah. a couple of those. That I, was I that was a little after those. my age, but I, I thought you were going that route. He really no. just outed himself. He said jean shorts, jean shorts, <laughs> jean shorts like bat like really overly baggy like really terrible clothes. Is that um, what you liked, or is that what your parents got you? No, 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 no. I would ask like that's for what that you want. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was totally. I, now I'm intrigued. You I know just, what I, it is. You know what it is. You remember like Paul Wall music videos? <laughs> I know. Just pull up, pull up like a picture of Paul Wall in like 2005 or Mike Jones, and you you remember that song? Um, <laughs> I can probably tell you now, dude. I wanted a car with like big ass rims on it. I was like, I love so you like my ride. Yeah, I was about to say you like to pin yeah, my ride. Though. I was all about that image. And um, if it were up to me, I would have had like an old like Cadillac Chevelle with some airbags on it, and just big ass. Rims. I get it. Like, I see people wearing like all over emoji like tracksuits. Right. Like, if That's my horrendous. kid was wearing that, I'd be like, take that fucking shit off. Right. Right. I mean, you got to guide them a little bit, but take some stuff I just got to Jordan one on. <laughs> exactly. There you go. See, like, there you I, go. Like, give them something equally as popular, but just like maybe push it a different way. You cannot say popular. Don't forget smoke. R.I.P. Yeah. Woo bag. Yeah. It's all it's all perspective, I guess. It is. In your age. Sure. It is. I would struggle, though, if I had kids wearing, like, all over champion shit. Nah, the champion shit's no, kind of fly. I like it. I'm okay mm. with it. I'm okay with it. Let's get it's into it. It's not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> Let's get into it. This is a perfect segue into what you're rocking, and it's not all over champion print. Oh, no. I'm, I'm wearing black today. It's a sorrowful day, so I got the Vantas on. Um, and I got on the Supreme hat. I mean, it's a regular day, you know. Oh, and the pocket tee, which yeah, pocket tees are always. I need a hundred of these. Yeah, they're so useful. I see you speaking to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, so this is actually work fit, believe it or not. <laughs> you wore that. You we wore that shirt late. to work. I, yeah, I wore doggy style covered t-shirt to work today, <laughs> and I go into people's homes. I had that. I had a company jacket on all day, like a pullover. Yeah, all yeah. Day. Um, I look very professional. But other than that, I have I do have on the Snoop Dogg doggy style T-shirt and the Vans, khakis and matching Vans, burgundy Vans. Very nice, very yeah. nice. There, there are some. Do you have Do you have that thing I sent you for the sneaker releases this week? Yes. Well, we've got some stuff coming up. Off top, I mean, we've got the Yeezy three fifties. Um, which ones? Which the Earth color? colorway, not the Earth. The one, the other one. Oh, the tail light. Tail light. That's yeah, the one I'm that like you're those, kind of. Well, I like the the Sesame's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, which I finally got a pair, but this I like that sesame colorway, and it was kind of the same. It was a little more like of a stark gray, right? But it had like the beluga orange, just the, like the pull tab on the back was orange, and then right. you could see on the inside, like you know where they're doing like that static, 
like clear mesh printed material yeah. you could see like the orange stitching from the inside of the shoe on the outside it was just a little more subtle like i really like the beluga colorway like the contrast of the orange and the the gray but it's just a flashy shoe like you mentioned like just like the zebras like you can only really wear that shoe with out. so many things like but those taillights you could wear with a lot of stuff because they're not flashy yeah i'm actually going ahead and just putting in my uh my uh my card so i can try and get these yeezy 350 earth colorways because it's been a while dude and i'm on a dry streak and maybe this is something i'll hit who knows I mean that's it's a it's a utility shoe like that a, matches a lot exactly of I was gonna say dude I feel like I could wear these forever and I like the yellow on the bottom they're doing that that um you see that like that that heel yeah. on the yellow it's kind of a nice touch I don't know I don't know why it's so simple I can't help but love it to be honest with you it's a great so it's shoe Breaking Bad K Swiss do you like that so that's the go down that's the one that's coming out okay. It's kind of an homage to like when they were cooking, you know. Yeah, it's an interesting shoe. It's, it's cool more for like a, a collector item. Yeah, it's cool for a fan. Yeah. Um. There was I. Is this real? Like, there's some other ones up here. Like They're, these. Yeah, this is their third uh, collaboration with them. The whatever collaboration this one is, the white shoe with the the, the logo from the the van they cooked mm-hmm. in. That's yeah. fire because I love shoes like that, like right. the Continental it 80s, reminds the, me of the Arizona's. Smith. Yeah, yeah, the, that's the Continental Volks. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just I like that kind of shoe. It's kind of like the Van silhouette a little bit. I I love those. Yeah. Those ones, the, the, the yellow, yellow ones, ones are yellow what's is just out. it's it's hard. It's not something I would wear, but it looks cool the on the shelf. The bottom is fire. Yeah. It's got a clear oh, wow. kind of like how 11. Jordan does like the ice bottom right. um, it's got an iced bottom it says Heisenberg on the bottom of the shoe yeah. Man, I, it's cool for a fan it reminds me of the Matrix shoe I, I recently got a cool ass Matrix collectible I don't know if you saw it I posted on my story but it was a statue from the Matrix of Keanu and all the discs just in a if, nice little if I saw I'm not a big Matrix fan damn crucify me dude let's watch but, it that's if I saw it, I probably watch would just it with me. It. Yeah, I mean, so I haven't watched it in forever. But I mean, look, honestly, if if I could get that shoe for like retail, I would yeah. buy it because I'm a fan of Breaking Bad and I'm obviously a fan of shoes. Yeah. But would I pay stupid resale no, price? No, no, no. no, no. I, but but that's not where we're getting. It'd have to it be like of. a reasonable retail. Like if they're like if those are eighty ninety dollars, yeah. yeah, I'd like to, Breaking Bad. For to that. be clear, you and I are not resellers either. No, like I wear what I. Buy. I mean, it bothers me to this day, but. He has like the grail of grails. You ever resell shoes? <laughs> Shout out to full size run. Um, but I mean it, he has the grail of grails right now in the modern day. I mean, obviously there are more rare yeah, shoes. Right now. But you got a, a pretty good I grail. A good, I got a good it's it's, it's a, a good grail. Snack. It's a good snack. It's definitely a grail. Um, and uh you didn't sell those, so yeah. you're definitely not a reseller. No. Because that's like a nine hundred percent profit you could make off those shoes. And it at makes one, me mad at, every day. At one point it was a, a, a very it makes large, me mad every day. A very large margin. Every day I cry and I think about like just. I, just I have sold thought those. about it. It hurts a little bit sometimes, Jane. But also, it's an honor to get to take a picture with them and flex. With them. <laughs> so. I should sell tickets to the shoe show. Come, come. Believe it or not, them. though, I've not bought any shoes this year. I know that was, I didn't want to say. I know I didn't want to say it last year because right. the last month is like a joke. Like, see you next year. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're with a that joke. Person. Right. Um, no, but I've gone almost two months. No, no shoe purchases. I've tried, I'm, and that's not for the lack of trying. Right. I'll be honest, because I did try to go for um, a couple of the Jordans that came out. Yeah. Tried for the off white, 
fives. Didn't happen. That app was moving like I eighty five at five o'clock. I had no, I had no desire just because I knew it wasn't gonna. I mean, it's happen. just worth a shot. Like I was like, I got, no. I snagged on the Travis's. Like these, I those I would resell. I, yeah. the, I'm not a big five fan. Dude, but the more I see them, the more I like them because they remind me of the Vanta a little bit with the with the materials on the upper. Yeah. It's a it's a kind of a cool shoe. It is. Um, I, shout out to Virgil. I mean, everything he does resells for yeah, stupid I mean, money. Good for him. I'm just yeah. not. Do you want to? Did you want to talk about any other ones? What else was on the list? It's funny that Tabitha asked me about the the Yeezys. Like you see the Yeezys that come out, and I kind of just like shut her down. I was like, they just put new Yeezys out every ten minutes. Yeah, like, that's true. It's not really an event anymore, which I no. kind of like, but they still sell I out. Do, they do sell out. They still but sell out. It's a little slower. Hell yeah. Hakeem almost Good spilled recovery. water on the computer everywhere. I did spill a little bit of it's water, all right. but it's okay. Did we get it on the Bape sticker? No, no, we're good. Okay. It's on, it's on the go. As long sticker. as it didn't mess up the Bape sticker <laughs> or the Marlboro sticker. We're good. No, we're, it's clean. My Uncle Ronnie'd be pissed if he knew I messed up his Marlboro <laughs> sticker. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sling Blade. No, that's really it. Very cool. I'm excited. There is a pair of shoes that I will definitely be trying to get, and if I don't get them on sneakers, I'll be getting them on my lunch break Which from Hibbit. Um, the pine green Jordan ones. Those are re-releasing because yeah. Wade this got month, end of the month. Wade got them last year. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for those. Shout out. Very cool. Very cool. Let's jump into Suicide Boys. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, they're a Louisiana duo, uh, underground hip hop act. I mean, Suicide Boys have put out more music, almost as much music. music as Gucci Mane, which that's saying something, but not quite as much as Lil B. Um, <laughs> well, I think he's got every artist and every genre beat with a seven-hour-long album. Yeah, they, they, but they have a couple that are really fucking long, dude. Like four or five hours. Do they really? I don't. Maybe I'm capping. I might be capping. Stop no. capping. I think I'm capping. I'm all cap. There's not. There's not. I'm like that. Ooh. Uh, the main, the the main project that I remember sort of getting into for Suicide Boys was um, My Liver Will Handle What My Heart Can't which dropped in 2015. And um, again, it was really just like a lot of nihilism, a lot of just very edgy, moody, dark music. Uh, sort of what X was coming in on with like songs like Look At Me that would come out like yeah. two years later. They were very influential in the SoundCloud era. Uh, I do think their sound influenced that, particularly in the beats, really nocturnal, down south, dirty, like 3-6 Mafia yeah. style beats. But they have a hell of a discography. I remember listening to the one in 2018, I Want to Die in New Orleans. I remember uh-huh. that album cover. But I, I remember looking at the album art, but I don't remember too much about the album. Right. They, um, the one I really like, too, is Eternal Grey, which that came out in 2016. But um, And we I think we... Did we talk about I Want to Die in New Orleans, or did I just like recommend it to you? I don't remember. I, I think you may have just recommended it to me. Yeah, but either way, they have a very expansive discography. Their their style of music has been really influential in a lot of underground hip hop, and I think that this project kind of carries takes up where they left off. Um, it does a lot of things right for a Suicide Boys project, um, using that same sort of just like I said, Bone Thugs and Harmony kind of flow, uh, Three Six Mafia, um, a lot of Bone Thugs really because it's kind of sing songy. And you and I both said it reminded us of. Um, the Higher Brothers yeah, from the, 88 Rising. Rising. 
just that really shrill. Well, I think that, and they have a very like staccato way of rapping, which is very similar to like the Korean rap. Obviously, we don't know what they're saying because we don't speak Korean, but it's very, very choppy and very like staccato. And when they're rapping like that, it's it is at times harder to understand. And Mm -hmm. that with having kind of that darker, more industrial element of hip hop that most of the Korean acts we're seeing have now, it's just very synonymous. And I think that's where we probably draw those. Higher Brothers are from China, though, but, oh, but yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But um, another another act would be like Keith Ape, who's yeah. from South Korea. He he does kind of crazy. Have that. Yeah, Itji Ma is uh, the song. Yeah. Him and Waka Flocka did a did remix, a remix of that. Um, it's very iconic. He did a song with X too. Gospel, I think, is what it's called. Oh, X yeah, was featured on it. He was on yeah. the, with Rich Brian. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy. He was, he was song. still rich. Can we say that word? Rich Chiga. He yeah. was Rich Chiga. Um, but formerly known as Rich, a hell of a project. Yeah, yeah formerly known. Um, you're you're right. That flow it it is very reminiscent of that. Um, when I saw when you sent me this and talked about reviewing it, right. Look at this album cover from a distance. Does yeah. that not look like it? <laughs> Which what that's a Willie Nelson that? album called Shotgun Willie. Did you just have that? Is that like a very famous Willie Nelson project? Or did I you mean, just kind of remember that? I, I mean, I kind of remembered it. It's old. So, I mean, I don't know yeah. how famous it was in its time. I mean, right. it may have been, like, album of the year. I don't fucking yeah. know. I, I got you. But when I, I just saw didn't it, know it's like, like an iconic cover. I had I had mistaken it first until I started looking at who they were again. I remember they were from New Orleans mm-hmm. or Louisiana. I thought they were from Texas. And I was like, okay, that right. makes sense that they're paying, like, homage to Willie, to Nelson. Willie Nelson. Then I pull it up, and it's not even the same album cover. But go... Go look at Shotgun Willie if you, you're intrigued about what we're saying. They right. look so similar. That's very cool. And um, it does look really close. Um, the thing that, I, that, that we were both saying is it was harder to understand them. But when you do actually have the lyrics pulled up... And after a couple of listens, you kind of acclimate. understand it. Right, yeah. right. It's like Young Thug in the beginning. Like He was somebody that a lot of people complained they couldn't understand. And now, I mean, I pretty much speak fluent Migo right. and Young Thug. Well, all of America speaks yeah. fluent, at least Migos. Yeah, and they're like honest. partially, they're getting to Young Thug now. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of great lines in here. Um, Cult around me like Waco, uh, all dogs go to heaven, Is that's the intro track. And it is like some of the most memorable lines were on here. Um, yeah, we're all the same, but we're separated by commas. Uh, the drum pattern in the background is really hypnotic. I think it just makes you feel like amped as you're listening and to there, it. There's a lot about this that I like. You you just have to be like into them and like right. you're more of a fan of them than I am. I also like Bones, who's yeah. another artist in that in that sort of. And he, have they done stuff with Puya before too? I think they have. I, I'm I think, sure. I'm, they have. I'm pretty sure they, that community of artists is very small. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I liked about the album, and I told you this before we started the episode. We, when I kind of listened, like there's a lot of stuff about each song that I like, and then like as I'm starting to get into it, it It'll switches, switch. and I'm like, damn, I'm, I gotta re readjust to like how I'm listening. Right. But as you continue to listen, like we said, you can understand them more, and you get kind of more of a feel for the sound. Mm-hmm. But I'm I don't want to say I'm alienated from this sound, but this is not something that I listen to often. So to me, it's kind of grating. I don't know. For me, for like each listen, it was just becoming more and more. Like, and it was like that as I, I continued more to listen. More. Yeah. Use it, so does it still? Is it something that you want to go back to to like keep getting more acclimated to? Did um, it? Did it make you want to go to uh, try out different projects? If you assuming you had never heard of them before, not, probably not. Not really, because okay. there's so much music out right now. 
Yeah. There's going to be things above them, and that's not to take anything from them. Like lyrically, they're great. The I like the production a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the J- Jazzy J co-sign on there too. There's just like like I said, sometimes I'm listening and I'm like, damn, like like Mega. I meant Juicy J. It's just Jazzy J. I'm so sorry. <laughs> thinking of, thinking of now you got me thinking of Jimmy Jazz. I'm gonna buy some <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I haven't bought those shoes for two two months. Um, like on Megazeth, like sometimes like the abstractness of the sound just it gets to be too much. Right, and it was that was more of like a screamo track, I would say. But that's that's again, if you're used to this style of sound of music, yeah, it, um, you wouldn't good. be like shocked by it either. It's the same thing. Like I kind of have the same outlook on them as I did um, JPEG Mafia. Right, because like obviously oh. incredibly talented. It's just not like what I'm super in tune with. Still, I'm gonna go listen to that album now that you should do it. Like it's it's good, I, but I had to be in the mood damn. for it. I, I like this shit was man. good today. Like in the yeah. car, I went. I had to, I had a late appointment, so I came home and switched cars because right. the weather the was kind of nice. Just something that's not you want to hear every day. It was overcast. I was in that old car dark. and just felt yeah, just dark. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it was fucking riding on the way home, right. but. You just, I got, it's, you got to be in the mood for it, I guess, since I'm not in tune with that sound as much. I feel you. Nonetheless, this is a this is a great. I would say it's it's consistent with what they put out before. It's not any better uh, than anything else that I've heard from them before, but it's got some it's got some great uh, tracks. I would say the most the most memorable for me were um, "All Dogs Go to Heaven," <laughs> uh, "What the Fuck Is Happening," um, "One Last Look." Putrid Pride. Those were the four that I really enjoyed. Putrid Pride, I think, is the I like one that one. That that's I, the one we played before that's we started. That's the one I think you could recommend yeah. to anyone. That one, and I like Scope Set a that lot. That was crazy um, good. It reminded me, and we need to talk about this too, it reminded me of uh, Babushka Boy, the ASAP Rocky it, single he the, dropped last the, year. That sample, it's something... It's the ting, like the... Yeah. And just thunk, that, those heavy thunk. drums that follow it or precede it. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. So I want to hear set. them together now. ASAP yeah. Rocky and Suicide Boys would be kind of cool. Scope set, Putrid Pride, and All Dogs Go to Heaven. Those three will make my like heavy rotation twenty twenty list. Yeah, yeah, definitely a great output. And um, if you're not into this sound or if you haven't heard from them, uh, I would definitely recommend no, and this I'm, project. I'm excited that there's music like this. Like that's mm-hmm. why I li- like this. That's why I like keeps hip hop diverse. So yeah, that's why I like Pop Smoke so much. Like when when you heard Gotti and I was still trying to tell you like no dude, like I wasn't riding like still don't like Gotti for the record. Yeah, I, I was telling you like no this yeah. dude is really something and you're like nah, he's going to be nothing and then like yeah. I think it, he kind of proved it to Hakeem like yeah. no, nah, he had some some staying power. Definitely. And I think what I liked about him is like you said refreshing like right. It's a palate cleanser. Like yeah, you have to be into it to be into it, but I went back to It gives contrast to all the Lils. Pop Smokes, Pop Smokes, um, that his his project that we reviewed. What was it? Back Woo Two, Back to the Woo Two. What was it? Meet the Woo Two. Meet the because Meet, Meet the Woo was the first one. Right. I hadn't heard Meet the Woo because I hadn't heard of him be- yeah, until the, the big the big song that really blew him up and got kind of people talking about him was Welcome mm-hmm. to the Party before okay. God. Yeah. yeah, and he talks about that in uh, interview that he did with Angie Martinez. That yeah. was pretty good. Uh, but Meet the Woo Two, I went back and was just playing it. While I was playing some 2K, and it's it's a it's a solid project. I mean, honestly, I I do enjoy it more and more. Yeah. So I definitely did do want to eat my words on that. Like, 
even though God is not for me, he's still. Yeah, and to to bring it back to Suicide Boys, like I'm glad this is. Yeah. Like part of the fabric of hip hop, it's just not what. It just goes to show you how diverse hip hop can be. Even if people think like, oh, it's all trap music, it's really not. Uh, you just kind of have to go searching yourself. And it's always been that way. Exactly. Now it's just a little bit easier because it's like kind of silver plattered to I us. Like you can just algorithms, search for algorithms. I think algorithms have pigeonholed people's listening though, because you remember like when you like. Dude, your black MacBook. Yeah. 40,000 tracks. Like, that's yeah. that's all searching. That's all Googling. That's... Yeah, like, in before that, like, even deeper than that, like, people used to go to record stores to find records they want to listen to. Yeah. Like, when I was there, like, I went to, um, shout out Horizon Records in downtown Greenville. Yeah. Uh, I was over there looking through, that's when, when I got the Danny Brown X albums a couple weeks ago. Right. And there's, like, people looking through all these, like, what I would think would be, like, obscure thing, and, like, they're older people. Like, not older, but, like, 40 and up. Yeah. And that, who did, like, when they, if they wanted to go listen to it, they had to go find the media. Right. To listen to it on. And now yeah. we just pull out our phones and type in what we want. I mean, you can listen to anything. Like last night I was listening to 60s rock. Yeah. Back then, if you wanted to go listen to a genre that you didn't particularly listen to and didn't have stacks of CDs of, you had to go find it. Somebody had to give you a record yeah, to... Yeah, somebody like, had to put you onto it. Right, right. And that's that's kind of what I miss. Like there was an entry fee almost to getting into music. And um, nowadays, yeah, people now just find a playlist. People find a playlist. And it's big companies that are making these playlists. That's also why I have a problem with it is... The, these are artists that are being pushed by a label potentially. I liked it like when I honestly found artists. Yeah, it was, and the, I feel like that's it was more harder and harder to do. With there the was internet. more emphasis on art because you almost had to win that person over right. because those people knew their shit was getting ripped and bootlegged. Like right. they knew, like okay, this dude's gonna rip it on his cassette tape and give it to his neighbor, yeah. and if he likes it, he's gonna rip it. And now when I get them into the store to buy that Nas cassette or that Nas CD. Mm-hmm. The album art has to catch their eye right. and like commit them to buy. Like there was levels to it. Right, right. It was just a lot more. I mean, and and you know, unlocked is an example of there's still some creativity in that. But that that rollout and that project is yeah. kind of a very hard to find nowadays. Yeah, it was really rare. All right, let's. Uh, you got a writing prompt for us? Let's. You gonna give it a? You didn't give it a score. Oh shit, seven. I'm gonna give it a five, and that's what I gave okay. the. Um, JPEG Mafia album because I just I didn't know how like I almost don't want to rate it because Grammy waifu bro. yeah I, that that made my 2020 list that's so. a sweet song yeah it's it's like so you there's said, things not I as like, experienced but I'm just that, not right? like I'm just not hot on it and I yeah. don't I don't that's why I kind of had less to say like I don't know as much about that sound mm-hmm. so I just just it's definitely something I would recommend you de- you dive deeper into because you yeah I there's think things about like it I like I think you like it the more I think even listening to somebody like Bones, who doesn't do that shrill staccato, like you said, that is it Bones with delivery. a Z? Yeah, I think, I think I've seen his name come up. He on has a before. he's more of a very dark, just uh, not as much like I said that staccato flow, not as much, but definitely something to check out. Gotcha. Before I I read you the the super deep, yeah, pr- thought provoking. Oh, I can't writing wait. prompt. 400 from the 400 prompt writing prompts so when we get to the 400th that's the end of hooks lines of hip-hop so. <laughs> we're gonna it'll be like lost and it'll be it. like did they ever make it off the island we did they know. did they ever leave the the studio <laughs> find out next week on dragon ball z Ooh. what have you been listening to yeah yeah so i've been listening to uh i was playing some low wayne's of carter 2 today isaiah rashad 
went back to Lil Wayne's funeral. I do like Mahogany and Mamma Mia. Um, what else? Let me see here. Oh, A Boogie with the Hoodie came out with a project. I think I was starting that one, but I didn't get too too deep into it. I feel bad for A Boogie with the Hoodie. Why? Because this all these like yeah. little TJ and stuff a lot of, like, yeah, are really right. kind of biting the sound, I think. I'm oh, with them okay. on that. Oh, Dej Love put out a single. Okay. Bubbly. Um, shout out to my friend Alexis. Uh, she she uh, put me onto that track. Apparently, she might be pregnant. Can't afford a daughter, a car, so I named her daughter Alexis. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's going to be listening to the episode and you threw in that diss. It's not a diss. What is that, it's what a is con- that from? Okay, I'm going to address Alexis one-on-one. There's a <laughs> Kanye West song. I cannot remember. It's on College yeah, Dropout. That's what I was he wondering. He says something. He says... She can't afford a car, so she named her daughter Alexis. That's right. A Alexis. A Alexis. Sorry. Right. Aaron Carter's Another Earthquake. I've been listening. <laughs> no, not really. Um, King Cruel, he's uh, putting out singles for his uh, project coming up. And uh, what else? Oh, uh, ASAP Rock still. Nonchal Pass. Huh? It's a hell of an album. Aside from Denzel Curry um, and Suicide Boys. Um, tried listening to the Justin Bieber album, as did you. It's That's it's shitty. It's very bad. Yeah. Very bad. If you want to hear somebody say I mean, what we're going to say, really go. Just didn't Fantano give, yeah. ripped it, so just go listen. Everybody's Watch ripping video. it. There's like 10 videos on it about how bad it is. Yeah. That's why I was like, we were going to review it, but I, after I saw everyone immediately hate it, I was like, oh, okay, we don't yeah. need to review it. <laughs> but since the last episode... That really, we talked about that guy Boldy James. I've kind of listened to him. I need to go listen. You said the 2020 album, No The Price of Tea in China, is really yeah. good. Yeah. So I'm going to go check that out. Uh, but I've been listening to some stuff outside of hip hop. Went back and listened to some 60s rock. See that Bob Marley on there? Bob Marley. Uh, some folk rock, Bob Dylan. Okay. Okay, I'm down with that. I've been yeah. listening to a lot of your music too. Yeah, well, that's, that's kind of why I'm staying out of hip hop a little bit. I've been listening to a lot of Jake's music. Yeah, I've been I've been I've been working a little bit, so I I try not to listen to hip hop. And a lot of people say that. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's just about. I think it it tends. It's just it's easier to stick to your own sound if you're not being influenced by other ones. I I totally get it. Same thing with writing. I feel like if I'm and I want to incorporate other things. Like I I like a lot of '60s rock, like The Doors. Like there's a lot of music in there that I have a predisposition to listen to. But it's kind of like the hits. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We stole that music too. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Um, No, like Creedence Clearwater Revival. Like there's music in there that I had predispositions to listen to, but I kind of just listened to the hits. Yeah. Like now I want to listen to like what else was going on. I like the... The, what, thank the you to the, the media we were just kind of shitting on like yeah. that's something that's great about it but there are downsides like obviously I can discover all this music without having to go dig through dusty boxes I still love Grateful Dead I need to own oh, some Grateful Dead the Grateful Dead has some of my favorite just moments and what in, they stood for too like they yeah. wanted their music to be free like they wanted the media they to could be encourage free. people to record their shows because all the crazy like guitar and just drum solos and all that stuff kind of happened live. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of just cool moments in, in rock. In Jerry general. Garcia is a legend. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Grateful Dead. I think we both just love them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really been it. So Very cool. Very hit cool. you with this writing prompt here. Hit me with it. You're a used car salesman. What's your best sales pitch? Don't I you be super sold deep. insurance. <laughs> no, used car salesman, what's my best pitch? 
Yeah, so um, like, what are you, you going to say to get, get people in the car? I know this. Help get. I want you to use your legs to get out of this lot. Or uh, I want you to be able to get out of this lot in 10 seconds. How are you going to do that? Do you have a car? Okay. Now you just you can need a car. Now you just assault <laughs> No, I was trying to do the sell me this pen. Oh bit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says like sign your name. Yeah. No, you need a pen. <laughs> I got you. I fucked it up though. You're about to say probably not nah, I, I'm not a good salesman. Probably just pissed him off. Though. I don't know if you know this. I'm not a good salesman. <laughs> you just tell him it was, it was a celebrities. You know? Oh, that's good. <laughs> do you remember the the Seinfeld episode where yeah. uh, George thinks he got John Voight's car? John Voight being <laughs> Angelina Jolie's dad, you know what I'm talking about, John mm-hmm. Voight. Well, it was John Voight, but not that John Voight. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would sell cars in Houston, and I would just be like, "Yeah, this was the this was the one using the Mike Jones video back in 05. I couldn't be a. I, I could be a like if I worked in a new car lot. I think I could because like I would know like okay, I'm sending these people off in a car that right. that obviously well, went through some quality control. Car lots are janky though. No, not all of them. But at the end of the day, you don't know what you're putting these people in. Like you so bought, it, you bought it from a stranger. You bought it from a stranger. Let's assume we're working in like an unprotected sex and not being worried about it. Mm. That's deep. Not That's that there's anything wrong with having unprotected sex. Maybe just vet no, the person a little. Definitely don't have unprotected <laughs> sex. What is wrong with us, dude? God, this is well, I mean, terrible. Know who it? Know who? Know who? Know the person. That's all I'm saying. That's terrible. It's my opinion. You can do whatever the hell you want. I think we're so both terrible to. salesmen. Is what we found out. Well. I have numbers to prove I'm not. <laughs> but what I'm saying is... What I'm saying is, like, selling a new car, like, obviously it went through some quality control. But That's great. The, the purchase of used cars, like, off the street is just as sketchy as, like, the purchase of guns off the street. Like, murders, Dude, rapes, all sorts of shit all, could have happened in this car. This is all for my hypothetical used car lot. No, no. In my In my world... This is a very ethical used car lot. It's like a CarMax. Yeah. I think if I really if I really worked at a used car lot, <laughs> I would get down and be like, do you really want to give CarMax your money, this big right. corporation? Like, Ooh, this like, is a family business here. Like, I would do it like Scientology where I'd like, stock... <laughs> this has gone where wild. I, where, where I'd just like stock the family until they bought the car. I'd call them every day. I'd yeah. be like, hey, hey, listen... I'm, I'm telling I'm telling you this because you're my friends. And they're like, we're not your friends. I said, it doesn't matter. But like, the lot is closing in three days. And I need to sell at least one car. You're, now, you guys already needed a car. Hang on, let me, let me hit you with the whole spiel. You guys already needed a, a car. You, you guys like me. I like you guys too. Now, why don't you come back in here with $3,000 cash, and we'll get this Honda Odyssey out of this lot two days. With oh, two Honda Odyssey. 255,000 miles. <laughs> The car seats from the third owner are included. <laughs> no, you're like Jake Gilstrap. Yeah. Well, even, what did they do? They offered a Freon, the AC for you, the yeah. Freon to your AC. <laughs> we'll give you two spare tires. <laughs> no. That's how I, I, know, I, I know some used car salesmen, and I, I know some... I know ones that I would send friends to, and I know right. ones that I would not send friends to. Right. But shout out to used cars. But then general. if I told the crooked ones, hey, I'm sending a friend, they would be like, let me show you the cars. Right. I know you. Let me, show you yeah, let me show you the, <laughs> the cars that I would put my family in. <laughs> All right, here's the two to pick from. Like that, <laughs> Those kind of people, you know. 
That's all I've got to say about it. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. I told you the writing prompt was super deep this week. It was really good. It was really good. Thank you, Jake. You got anything else? Going to buy any weed? <laughs> sell that. <laughs> That's a joke. That's all cap. It's all a joke. It's all cap. Thank I'm you. not selling. <laughs> not selling or buying or anything. Or using <laughs> or nothing. This is all jokes. <laughs> I got a made... black and mild in my car, though. Start smoking black and miles, bitch. You nasty. Uh, That's ugly, God. Thank y'all so much for listening. So, as we as we promised, let's cue up a little Pop Smoke. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. All condolences to his family. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, 20 years old. Jeez. Very, very sad to lose a life that young. And um, this was like my favorite. Are you playing what, I'm, what I think you're playing? Okay, this was like my favorite song off this project. It's a hell of a track. Yeah, I think this was his most probably mainstream sounding too. Yeah. This is Invincible. Pop Smoke off Meet the Woo 2. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see